Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Drunk Women Solving Crime. My name's Katie Wilkins and I'm an author and comedian. I'm joined by screenwriter Hannah George. Hello. And writer-comedian Taylor Glenn. Hello. This is where Brandy meets bludgeoning, Mimosa meets misdemeanour and Port meets prostitution. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. Just disrespected a lot of history. I'm <coughs> so the podcast is actually killing me. You will know the name. Lorne Michaels. <laughs> now it's time for drunk women solving crime. Welcome to another episode of Drunk Women Solving Crime. I am your host, Katie Wilkins, a.k.a. Detective Sasshole. And we are joined by a fantastic guest this week. It's a comic, it's a writer, a lovely person, a blazer wearer. It's Celia A.B. It is lovely being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us, Celia. I'm so glad to be part of the force. (laughs) You should really lead with blazer wearer. Blazer wearer. That's a first. It's I really hard it. to say. That's what I like about it. It's just a blur. <laughs> <laughs> blur witch trial? The blur witch trial. I crushed it though, right? Yeah, you did. Oh, it. oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. First Smash try. fest. <laughs> I'm going to blazer straight I away. can say blazer. <laughs> Welcome to the force. <laughs> Detective blazer. We have one question. Have you ever been the victim of a crime? I am so glad you asked. Good. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Yes, I have. Um, and I'm here to seek revenge. Oh, excellent. <laughs> Should I tell you the story? Yes, oh, please. please. I'm loving the, uh, the early Kill Bill vibes. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> the year is 2017. Okay. Um, I live in South Birmingham at this time. Okay. And I am waiting for a bus, as Ooh. one is. I'm waiting for my bus, listening to my favorite podcast, having the time of my life. Yeah. I get on the bus, leave, get home. And when I get home, I realize somebody's nicked my credit cards. Oh, no. That bus stuff. Mm. Oh, no. So I go into my online banking and I originally go to um, cancel my card or freeze it. But then I realize that they've used my card and I can see the transactions. Oh. Oh. 
And they went to a Wetherspoons next to the bus stop. Oh, oh my God. Wow. <laughs> and they wow. spent £33. And a Wetherspoons? At a Wetherspoons. And I think they bought shares or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Take that, Wetherspoons. <laughs> You've been burned. And the, um, I could see that the transaction was about an hour ago. Oh my and God. I lived 10 minutes away. Ooh. So I did what anyone else would do, which is I headed to their weather spoons. <gasps> nice. Yes. Yes. Oh, so boy. I'm walking in. I'm, I leave my house. And at this point as well, I was, um, I'd already taken a lot of my makeup off, but not all of it. So I looked insane. <laughs> Oh, I love it. <laughs> and I, I just blended in, in the Witherspoon. Yeah. Woman so. Joker, this yeah. is great. Yes, <laughs> excellent vigilante. I love this origin story. <laughs> and so um, I get to the Witherspoons, um, and then I asked the bartender, I said, somebody's used my card, it's 33 pounds, can you see the transaction? Mm. Smart. Um, <laughs> and he goes, um, well, he says, that's insane that you're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> just freeze your card, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> and you have a cricket bat behind the bar. Yeah, that's a very judgy barman for the weather space. Yeah, he was my first suspect for that reason. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, then he, he eventually told me, well, there's a transaction there, it's for a bottle of wine and some food. Um, and then starts the first and last investigation. <laughs> Detective Blazer. Detective Blazer. <laughs> 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 and so I, I basically went table to table. Oh so. my God, Celia. Wow. I didn't ask anyone. I didn't go like, oh, uh, mm, you look like you like wine. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of like was looking over to see like maybe an empty plate, an yeah. empty bottle. Um, Anything that matches. Were you yeah. doing mental maths? Like that looks like about 33 pounds. Yeah. So, so yeah. Do you know in like Black Mirror, sometimes they're like, they had the price would show up. Yeah. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. <laughs> and I um I go table to table and I I can't find the person hmm. so I leave the weather spoons and it felt like do you know in films when sometimes they'll have like that montage of someone getting to the airport for somebody but yeah. then it turns out that that person left two hours ago but you yeah. found that idea. like in the Batman there's a scene like that okay, um, okay. that's exactly what it was like. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I that I got there with all the energy in the world, dressed as the Joker. Yeah. Um, what ended up happening is that scene from the Batman, which wow. is very fitting. That is quite. <laughs> at least it was artistically yeah. fitting. Yeah. Even if it was disappointing. Yeah. And then I cancelled my card. Um, Love that you didn't cancel it immediately. Oh you God, thought, no. I'll do this first. Actually. I was like, I'm gonna leave it, keep it yeah, going. I actually yeah. didn't realize that. That's yeah, a great I, detail. I was <laughs> gotta get him first. Yeah, I was what? transferring money from my savings account onto <laughs> my keep account. the trail going. <laughs> <laughs> Four years down the line. <laughs> yeah, I'll find them. They're in Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's it. They've slipped up. I'm following them to Cuba. Oh my gosh. Can I ask, what was your plan if you had found them? Yes. <laughs> um, I did not think that far ahead. <laughs> okay. I'm not good at confrontation, but I probably would have been said something like mad, like, please, can I have my card back? <laughs> oh. Don't mess with me because well, I'll say please. <laughs> She's unhinged. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> If someone with half their makeup taken off, yeah, it's said anything to you, you'd be like, yes, yeah. <laughs> have, have you go. Yeah. <laughs> also, the fucking gall of the person to like, you know, take some or find some credit cards. Do you think you dropped them, or do you think they sort of pickpocketed I, them? So or? I am. This is such a. Uh, uh, vulnerable thing to say but I'm very bad with like I keep my phone and everything very out like yeah <laughs> I'm mm. not su like just on here I was um in Zara and the security guy had to be like your phone's out like <laughs> oh okay <laughs> but that's because I'm so used to having stuff like my phone is sh not it's not a good phone okay so I'm the same with my credit card like there's 30 quid on it like <laughs> that's right okay <laughs> it's not a good spending limit so no. <laughs> just <Exactly>. leave it <laughs> yeah I don't have an overdraft uh. <laughs> So there was an opportunist. There's a like, I've got taken a hot date to the Weatherspoons. Cha-ching. Yeah. yeah, but to go for a sit-down meal next to where you... Well, like, the scene what? of the crime. It's crazy. I mean, what's interesting... In the bus, they think, well, she'll, she'll be long gone on the bus before she even sees this. Yeah, they don't know you get the oh. bus a 10-minute walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't even 
be bothered to bend <laughs> over to cry. pick up the credit card she's dropped. <laughs> oh, she's not coming back. <laughs> we're, we're not in trouble. She's not gonna. She can't fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think it's um, it makes sense to me that they would go to the Wellerspoons next to the bus stop because they always say that like the murderers always shows up to the. <gasps> Uh, scene of the oh, crime. To watch the yeah. yes. It's always the one that found with a body. big camera. That's yeah, so and true. a bottle of wine from Weatherspoon. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, oh boy. Well, we always ask everybody on this podcast, what would you say if you had the perp? Like what? So I don't know if it would be like they're now in custody or you actually got to confront them in the Weatherspoons. But what would you say to them? Um, I would probably. I mean, like. I think I would say something really deep, like if you have to think. <laughs> but really, realistically, I would be like, oh, thank you. <laughs> I think I would. I, I think I would turn it into a memory of that time I took a lovely family out for food. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. like reframe it. Yeah, it's a good deed. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I would probably be very much like, oh, thanks, thanks for looking after my card. <laughs> <laughs> for keeping it warm yeah you were yeah. good lads thank you it's, it still works yeah it still works yeah it was good to keep the economy going yeah yeah <laughs> I did that though like, I had a similar thing where I dropped my card in uh, like the Odeon Leicester Square toilets and I hadn't noticed obviously and then I went back to look for it and it had gone and then by the time, because it was actually Toby's card, it wasn't mine, it was my boyfriend's card, yeah. it wasn't mine at all. I just borrowed his card because I was like, I'm going to get some sweets and I haven't got my card. Yeah, yeah. So I just borrowed his and then lost it. And then we looked on our account and like, um, they'd gone straight to Burger King in Leicester Square. Like wow. that's where they'd gone straight away. Um, so it's kind of interesting that thing of, uh, yeah. Straight, straight away going straight, for food, yeah. yeah. Although he said that he thought it was that people like try it out immediately. They try it out mm. the nearest place and go, does this card work? Have, yeah, is, that makes yeah. sense. Is this just how this man gets rid of his cards on the floor of <laughs> women's toilets? Or like, you know, his old yeah. cards? <laughs> some people shred them. Yeah. Some people. It's like a million, an, an eccentric millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Let the peasants me. play. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because both of those buying food kind of makes you feel a bit more like, well, I guess they were hungry for a bottle of wine yeah. as well. But like, <laughs> let them have a treat. Like, I'm always hungry for wine, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so hungry for wine. <laughs> Even when I'm drinking it. <laughs> You're feeding the world. <laughs> exactly, yeah. That was some of my charity work. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like that reframe. Yeah. I think we solved it. We've I mean, you very nearly solved it yourself. I love the fact yes. you went vigilante on it. That's great. Yeah, I yeah, I really do. Um, I'm very much like, I'll have bursts of like, I'm a brave person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm brave, I can do whatever I want. And then the second I'm confronted with it, I'm like, I'm a shy person. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's me every day. <laughs> Every task. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm a <laughs> There is one hole in your story, which is you were listening to your favorite podcast in 2017, and I'm not sure we had even started yet. <laughs> we, did, we did not exist. Did, well, no, I don't so, think there were any podcasts before. I was listening to the, the, the old school BBC radio. England as England. We now go to Vichy. <laughs> I think I was listening to um, God 2017 podcast. What was that like? That was just after Brexit. Yeah, right? it, was a, oh, it was a bleak yeah. landscape, actually. Yeah. 2017. Yeah. That's when I started yeah. listening to the Irish podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Irish passport. The anyway. Irish passport podcast. Yeah. What is that? It's a really good podcast about social, political and economic issues affecting Ireland because loads of people in the UK did not know anything about Ireland. And then loads of people obviously tried to get Irish passports to stay in the EU. Mm. I was going to say, you did that, right? And I did that. <laughs> did you think it was a step-by-step guide? <laughs> <laughs> how can I make the most of this yeah, Irish grandparent? The address the border, is... <laughs> but like, I really need to know how to fill in the forms. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> did you get one in the end? Yeah, well, because I am... I'm, <laughs> my, I do, I do. I'm from... Uh, my mom, my oh, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is you in the meeting with I'm, the Home Office. I swear, I'm, I'm Irish. I'm Irish. I am Irish. My mum. My, my, <laughs> my maternal grandmother. You only have to have one grandparent to get an Irish. And my mum's mum came from Ireland. Oh, it's just one, is it? Yeah. Okay. It's one of the easier, quote unquote, ones to get. I, let's maybe edit that out because I don't want Ireland to think that I'm 
You don't want everyone doing it. <laughs> now you've well, got yours. Every, Bring up the drawbridge. Everyone, everyone already did do it. You calling us easy. <laughs> now it's time for drunk women solving crime. Good times. Before we get too distracted mm. with political turmoil, let me tell you about a crime. Yay. Yes, please. I mean... Okay. You know. No. <laughs> oh, Not another one. <laughs> Let me tell you a tale about a poorly educated man from Kentucky who goes on to trick people into doing something. Hmm. His name is Philip Arnold, and before he became a grifter, he was a hatter's apprentice. Oh, no. Okay. Hatter's apprentice. Yes. Like, like as in hats. Yeah, as in making hats. Hmm. Um, but he gave all that up to enlist in a war. I mean, I would have stayed making hats. Um, <laughs> But my first question is, which war did he enlist in? Which war did they have the most fabulous hats? The war (laughs) against drugs. Excellent. Yes, Great hats. <laughs> a lot of just say no caps. <laughs> um, really stealing focus. I'm going to go with the American Civil War. Okay. Excellent Kentucky. choice. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, it's like the Second World War. But as we know, America joined in like 1960. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> okay. Let it go, guys. We had an impact. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm gonna, do you know what? I feel like the Second World War people were always wearing hats right there was yes. still a big hat thing okay so, so i'm saying second world war okay none of you are correct but taylor is the closest it was actually the mexican-american war oh which went from 1846 to 1848 after the u.s 1845 annexation of texas i'm sure you all were very familiar with that before i yes. quoted this at you yes um <laughs> And I can perfectly picture my history teacher as I was busy not really paying attention to this whole thing, but yeah. I could like imitate him, and so I took something away from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I have to do impressions of teachers. Well, he his voice was great. He'd go like Santa Anna. <laughs> <laughs> A lot went down in Santa Anna. <laughs> can you say cup useful. of Joe with that voice? I, I I start every morning with a cup of Joe. Oh yes. Oh. <laughs> His, his wife was the gym teacher. They were quite a pair. Oh, I loved a married couple at school. Wow. I know. And she like, came right up couple. to his dick. Like, no exaggeration. <laughs> she was the tiniest woman in the world, and he was so tall. And we're like, hmm. <laughs> she came right up to what his What first gym. attracted you to the Women incredibly have it all. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Before, I'm sorry. While he was failing to teach about the Mexican-American War, um, it was that was that I don't know. Um, sorry. <laughs> Nobody expected I'm a just... woman at dick level on the back oh of that, Katie. Oh There's no God. good way to handle I that. I can't not picture the crankies. <laughs> Now, there's some hats. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. Okay, now, he, after this war finishes uh, in 1848, he does not go back to Kentucky to the hats. He thinks he's better than hats. <laughs> um, where, my question is, where does he go instead? Oh. Mm. Ooh, so, it's like- so he doesn't go back to Kentucky at all? Um, he will eventually go back, but okay. he goes somewhere else. For now. No, we know he's going to Canada. Canada. Oh. Ooh. Canada. Canada. Okay. Where'd you go? That's a good guess. Yeah. First season of Degrassi. That was... <laughs> nice. <laughs> Just thinking, where would you go? If, if he's planning to swindle, or does he fall into that? Who knows? Because yeah. I'd probably oh, yeah. stick with Kentucky. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But he'd go to Canada because everyone's so nice. They'd be like, yes, I'll have yeah. the, the hat with no top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just assuming what these, these yeah. things are he's done. Actually, maybe you stayed in Mexico. No. Can you stay? Uh, that would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, good no. guess as well. Can, be, anything between Canada and Mexico. He's <laughs> yeah. somewhere in the region. Got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he might go some. I think he's come to England. I think if you all okay. gullible mm. idiots, you come to <laughs> Boris Johnson's England. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he really has been in that long. It really does feel like it. It really does. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm going to go. I'm going to say he went to South America. He just kept going. Okay. Nice. He went to Brazil. Well, none of you are quite there. He goes to California. Oh. oh. To make it in the movie business. To pursue acting. Well, yeah, you. <laughs> 
that, but he's actually elected to be a part of the big gold rush of 1849. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Yeah. What's the 49ers. Yeah. Um, and, you know, while he's there, he probably gets a house in Malibu. I don't know. But uh, my question is, is he successful at gold rushing? I guess you're probably not successful at gold rushing if your story begins with and he swindled lots of people okay right okay. Yeah. i'm gonna say no actually okay. could he be successful because of his swindling ah yeah mm. someone watched the wolf of wall street <laughs> <laughs> invaluable training video for the force <laughs> we should all get a medal if we made it through the entire wolf of wall street it's the longest fucking film and i watched it three times oh. did you you big fan i just have a thing with rewatching films i find it very comforting to I, I get that yeah yeah just like i can be on my phone with something in the background it's, it's great <laughs> in the cinema yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's really comforting sell me this pen <laughs> oh, yeah. um, oh interesting because i feel like i like to think that he got really successful and mm. got the gold mm-hmm. and then he decided to invest that in his swindling business. Because okay. when we were watching, Amanda and I watched The Canoe Man last night on ITV, oh, The Canoe yeah. Man thing. And there's something about those kind of people who, even if they're successful at something and get some money for something, they're like, what's the next thing? What's oh, the next thing? Because he was like, satisfied. right, hats. Now I'm a soldier. Now I'm in California. Yeah. This guy is wild. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think he's done that. Interesting. He's I done The Canoe Man is what I'm saying. You know what? I'm going to give it to you. Oh, wow. Psychologically, um, I feel like you've got the measure of this oh, guy. Wow. He's like Hamilton. He can never be satisfied. <laughs> so he is successful. Oh, wow. Uh, initially. All right. Well he's, done, you two. He's grafting away. He's not like doing brilliantly, but he is successful enough mm-hmm. to be able to return to Kentucky, buy a farm, get married and start a family. But where are the hats? <laughs> and so far, so basically law abiding. I mean, our wars ever legal. But he in 1870, he returns to California again. And he takes a job as a miner and a prospector. And he's with his cousin, John Slack. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> These names are just always great. Yeah. John, John Slack. <laughs> Never seen a harder worker than John Slack. <laughs> <laughs> always responds to things very quickly and efficiently. <laughs> There is literally... Actually, no, I can't say it because someone's real name. He used um, to work for a slack factory, just like I worked for a hattery. And now look at us. Now we're hat and slack. Now we're gold diggers. So, skullduggery is afoot. Uh-oh. And their plan is... Oh, I thought it was another bloke, skullduggery <laughs> afoot. <laughs> it's really like skulls, it's so weird. They've got this fiendish plan about diamonds. Um, So what they do is they've obtained some industrial-grade diamonds from their friend James B. Cooper, who was an assistant bookkeeper for the Diamond Drill Company of San Francisco, which Hmm. is handy. And also, what's his name? used to work for them as well. And um, they get some rubies and sapphires from some Native Americans in Arizona, and they mix them all together. I'm sure it was a very fair deal. Yes, I'm sure it was. (laughs) Also, how do they get these diamonds from? It's like, he works there, so... But, you know, like, if you work at, like, yeah. Subway, you maybe get free Subway at the end of yeah. the day. Yeah, at best, you get a 10% discount. Yeah. <laughs> you just get a handful of diamonds. Just, just borrowing me. Yeah, yeah. Be back in a minute. Um, texting your housemate. Does anybody want diamonds? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can bring some home if you want. I'm thinking of yeah. leaving this job anyway. I'm going to get a, a sandwich and a drink and some diamonds. Um, they turn up at the office of a George D. Roberts. Now, he was the sort of business that one of my well the newspapers described as prominent at the time but one of my sources said that that translated to moving fast and not asking too many questions oh Oh. so I like my men (laughs) (laughs) so that's him and now so Arnold and Slack turn up one night at Roberts's office in San Francisco they look weather beaten and they're clutching a small leather bag and they said the inside was something of great value which they would they were going to deposit in the Bank of California except it was too late to do that now now this is some classic grifting right here so they feigned a reluctance to talk about 
what was in the bag, mm. which was, of course, very intriguing. Um, and then they eventually... But I they think, went to him. Yes. They've, <laughs> they've, they've turned up at his office. And gone, like, oh, yeah, just yeah. not, not going to say got, anything got, about this. Got actually. a bag, don't ask me about <laughs> yeah, it. Literally. It's like your friend on... Not your friend, one's friend on Facebook. Oh, I'm fuming. Don't even ask me about it. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay. Um, but they... This old thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? What? Why do you keep looking at it? I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> My eyes are up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get your eyes off the sack of, oh, I won't nearly said what was in it. <laughs> I think eventually Arnold sort of muttered, he let slip the words rough diamonds, but they were, you know, sort of very vague about the territory they found it in. But Roberts is hooked. Oh, love so, dropping that into Convo. It's rough diamonds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rough diamonds. Rough diamonds. I've never, like, heard that in, like, a reference to an actual diamond before. I no. literally just thought it was like you'd say that about a person, like yeah, a, bit yeah. of a rough diamond. Oh, I think yeah. diamond in the rough. It's, yeah, I didn't well, realise it was a real thing. Well, so it does mean that as well, they but then it. it's like... You, but it comes from this. Like, yeah, because it's, it's like found a pre, in the ground. Pre-circumcised so it's pre circumcised diamond. It's pre-circumcised diamond. It's a Gentile diamond. Okay. The diamond bris and... Arnold was quoted in a paper later as saying he w- that Roberts was very much elated by discovery and they wanted to find out more. And um, also one of my other sources described Arnold as, because he was a liar himself, he was very intuitive at mm. um, how other people would react to his fiction so mm. he could play each person and work out what they needed to hear to, you know, what, is this a reverse psychology guy? Is this this guy? He can play everybody. They're all shady equals. Yes. Mm. And it's a very shady business, actually. Mm. Um, like, no one comes out of this. Well, actually, there's one person at the end, but we'll get to that. So what they do is they... He works out the way to play Roberts, and he says to Roberts, all right, fine, you know, we've got rough-cut diamonds, um, but <laughs> you have to promise to swear an oath of silence. Don't tell anybody that we've got these diamonds. Um, and pinky can we, swear. Pink, pinky swear. Know, so <laughs> cute. And then, really ironclad. <laughs> Will you promise? And then, um, you know, we'll, still, we'll leave them in your office, and we're, you know, then we'll take them to the bank, so we, we trust you. Don't tell anyone. Here's the diamonds. Can we just take diamonds to the bank? Yeah, because they take them to like a vault or I don't know. Actually, like now they'd probably be like some kind of money laundering issue. But yeah, I haven't been then. to a bank in ages now that yeah. I think about it. <laughs> no questions. Try a asked. diamond next time. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> Is that, that what's going on now? Everyone, <laughs> yeah. I want to put this in the vault. Yeah, let's like deposit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Can Hello I? there, yeah. Vanessa. <laughs> I would like to put this four carat diamond into my account. Can I deposit this rough diamond? It's my personality. Can can you change this into baby diamonds? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so my question is... What did George D. Roberts do next? He's been asked to swear an oath of silence. What's his next move? He does not stay silent. He does not stay silent. He did not throw the key away. He did not throw the key away. He... First thing he did, he told someone at work. Okay, told someone at work. Told maybe, maybe some another shady character. Another, yeah. Another. Or it was like a kind of like a tea lady who just tells everyone everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like oh, Susan. why did you tell? Yeah, loose lip Lizzie that she. <laughs> um, she sounds great. Yeah, yeah. You know, she's a real she's, mom. She's You'll know anything stories. about anyone. Yeah. yeah. It'd be a great lo- logo for tea as well. Loose lip Lizzie. <laughs> You drinking some triple L? Mm. Yeah. Did you tell her about your divorce? Yeah. <laughs> Wish I had him. Loose lip, Lizzie. Yeah. She doesn't care about your personal stories. No, she does. We want to imagine her with curly hair, right? Yeah. Like really. <laughs> um, you guys are all correct. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Well, especially about loose lip, Lizzie. That was uncanny. Uh, but he could not keep a secret. He yeah. immediately starts running that mouth of his. That is classic mm. him. That. that is classic mm. him yeah. and he um, like he tells William C. Ralston who's the founder of the Bank of California someone called William Lent and a General George S. Dodge now these <laughs> 
dodging slack. Really? It's so yeah. great. <laughs> Never worked with anybody more reputable than General G. Dodge. Why is this business so shady? I, know, I can't work it out. It's great. If, if someone with half of that name added me on Facebook, I would say that's a shady character. Yeah, yeah. Is this real? Mr. Esdert. Is this a play? <laughs> These men put together an offer to buy out Philip Arnold and his cousin Jack Slack in the Petroland, and they give them... A $50,000 down payment. So my question is, what do Arnold and Slack do next? Oh, wow. So so he's they've shown them those diamonds and said, yeah. this is from our patch. Yeah. And well, I guess we could sell you the patch if you, if you yeah. want. Yeah, so they, they've not even offered to sell the patch. These men have offered to buy the patch and they've given a $50,000 oh. deposit. What do you mean a patch? What's like, the patch? <laughs> yeah. the, the land, like the claim of land. And the gold rush, you know, everyone was like yeah, buying up yeah, and then okay. hoping for. Is it okay. fifty thousand like at the time or fifty thousand now? Fifty thousand at the time. Okay. Ooh. I think. Mm. Yeah, it must be. I mean, so that's a lot of money. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. As a deposit as well. Now I'm worried that's now, but I'm pretty sure it's then. Also, that feels non-refundable. Like, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't refund that. I thought I'd like those rocket diamonds, but I really don't actually. <laughs> it's just I not me. I feel like they're going to take the deal, but they're going to try to one-up this guy. It feels <gasps> like this is going to be a... Yeah. yeah. Who's fooling who here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they're going to... Do, like, do you know how... Um, I've heard that sometimes you buy drugs. <laughs> <laughs> nice cover, and then, yeah. <laughs> and then I saw that in the documentary once. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think I saw that in the documentary. And that sometimes they cut with other stuff, and maybe that's why they've tried uh, cutting okay. diamonds with like plexiglass or something. Oh, or like, okay. like um, it's like when you have like lighter cheese, but it's like cheese and water. Right. That, that for diamonds. Oh shit! Is that what that is? I think it is. I didn't Google it, but I looked at it and I thought that's cheese and water. Yes. Is that when ham yeah. says no added water? And I'm yeah. Like, well, no. When that, were we, we added water? Yeah. <laughs> I'd like a cup of ham water, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, that sounds quite nice. Still, <laughs> still are sparkling. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yikes. Yeah, try it. <laughs> <laughs> try anything once. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what Arnold and Slack do next. They take a trip to England. <gasps> mm. I said they would. You did. Psychic. Oh, oh. um, oh, lads on tour. Lads <laughs> on tour. They're real Anglophiles. <laughs> uh, they just always fancied it. Well, they took in Big Ben. <laughs> Tourist <laughs> montage. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> they did. They tried to find where Notting Hill was built. <laughs> um, and I love that. Of all the films, that's quite easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in Camberwell is it no <laughs> don't um, and so they used the money to go to England and while there they acquired additional uncut gems valued at around $20,000 and they used assumed names they're not stupid so Arnold was Ondel Jack Snack and <laughs> Slack used his middle name which was Bircham oh bless him and then they came back <laughs> to America with all the Marmite and Hobnobs they could carry and okay, my and question, all these new gems and all these new gems so my question wow. my question now is what did they do with these new gems? It's weird because if they're like they they seem that these gems are legit, mm. which sort of seems like a weird swindle in a way. Yeah. If you can afford to buy it, come to England, buy a massive bag of gems. Yeah. And then like Oh, but the exchange rate was insane back then. <laughs> That's great. I guess you know when you're at the airport and before you leave, you're like, does anybody want some gems? <laughs> I've yeah. quit, thank you. They're duty free. <laughs> Podcast is actually killing me. <laughs> Drunk women solving crime. Oh hi, it's me, Kim Cattrall, best known for Sex in the City, the good version, not the menopausal one. I'm here to shout out the latest patrons to join the force. Mmm, force. We haven't felt the supported since they started putting lycra in bras. Here goes. And if you'd like to see what's behind the curtain, check out patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. First up, Jenny Kampf. Whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right either way. Alex Kennedy. Mmm, Kennedy's. Then we've got Anne, Catherine, Amna. Sasha, so mysterious with just the first names, ladies. I like secrets. And Kit Kat, 
Did I ever tell you about the time I used a Kit Kat in foreplay? It was fabulous, until the ants got to us. We were in Valley. Catherine Cotton Betteridge, I love a double barrel. Anna Troberg, Victoria Galinda, I got nothing but thanks gals. And finally, Georgie P. Mmm, P. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, I'm wondering if there's a bit of a switcheroo that... These oh, are okay. these become the like display gems, and then oh, they do a quick like. The cut glass. We, we're keeping it in velvet because it doesn't like the light. Mm, it's very yes. light sensitive. There you go. Is it like a switcheroo operation? Okay, I hear you. Yeah. Any other guesses to that? I'm just imagining Adam Sandler. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> Uncut Gems is a great movie for Adam Sandler. Oh. If you can, if you yeah, if you can believe it, um, and believe yeah, it. he does a sort of similar thing. So I'm imagining for some reason Adam okay. Sandler in England selling okay, these uncut gems yeah. but then okay. the, the gems would have a different accent <laughs> yeah I think the switcheroo is a good guess I would say okay so switch two for switcheroo any advance kind of draw I'm gonna go I'm gonna go switcheroo as well okay none of you have quite got it they do two things with these gems number one they hide some of them at the at the gems at the new site to be quote unquote discovered oh wow oh. they bury them that's amazing wow yeah. oh. and oh thank you number two they sent some back to San Francisco as further proof to Roberts and his band of rich greedy marks I don't now I don't get why they had to send them more gems like play hard to get lads like yeah, yeah, they've yeah. already got the first gems it's like you know they said they wanted to option your sitcom <laughs> <laughs> play it cool play it cool play it cool yeah, yeah. whatever you do send the production company more gems <laughs> um, this has reminded me of um, when um, we were little and we'd go up and see my granddad in Nottingham he'd yeah. bury potatoes in his garden that we'd then dig up and think we'd like dug up Aww. these amazing potatoes Wow. And we obviously didn't realise that potatoes had like the, the green stuff coming out of the yeah. top of it and they're, they're, they're oh, not just... that's so lovely. I know, it's sweet, isn't it? So I'm actually really team my family used to do My family did the same thing, but with body parts. That's <laughs> <laughs> really Wouldn't sweet. Wouldn't it be amazing if archaeologists, like, that's what it was? Like, like other generations would be like, I'm just going to hide this temple. <laughs> and we're going to make them think they found it. <laughs> Oh my gosh, the greatest... To the archaeologist children. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done, you. <laughs> the greatest scandal ever uncovered. <laughs> There's a note that says, come to the kitchen, there's chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Mummy, the ancient Romans had chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> And a Fredo for 13p. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So they sent some of them back to the... Um, and in the meantime, Rolston, one of the people that's in on the deal, the, the one that founded the California Bank, okay. he sent a sample of these gems to New York City. Mm. And my question is, who did he send them to? And um, you will know the name. Lorne Michael. <laughs> <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> very sharp, very sharp. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Was it a Rockefeller? Excellent guess. Oh, because Ooh. they are like rocks, aren't they, diamonds? That is very... <laughs> <laughs> And you might think, I know who's like this. Someone wear, wear a little play on their name. Mm. <laughs> Just like... Or is it Anne Diamond from so, Blue Peter? <laughs> is that like a, a Mr. Head of the Banks of New York or something? I mean, you're in the right... Like, you have heard of this, and you oh, know okay. this. President? No. Was it a president? No. Was it Woody Woodrow? <laughs> they were getting the samples checked to make sure they were... Yes. Okay. 
Mr. So, Tiffany? Yes. Oh. It was. They sent the, the gems to Charles Lewis Tiffany. I said Mr. Tiffany, having no idea if that was a surname or not. Like, was it named after his daughter, like Wendy's? Or... It, no, it really is a surname. Okay. Let me give you some Mr. quick Tiffany. fun facts about Mr. Charles Lewis Tiffany. Uh, he founded Tiffany's in 1837. He Ooh. created the country's first retail catalogue, and he introduced the English standard of sterling silver in imported jewellery in 1851. And he's an all-round fun guy, I'm assuming. <laughs> Never uh, knew about that family at all. That's really no, interesting. That interesting. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Mr. Tiffany. Mr. He Tiffany. would be the guy you want to send him to then. Yeah. You would okay. think. Now right? I understand why they ha- it's not plexiglass, right? Now I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you have to have the good stuff. <laughs> Imagine so- how nervous you'd be like, Mr. Tiffany has our plexiglass right yeah. now. <laughs> so can you just send anything to Mr. Tiffany? <laughs> why? <laughs> Uh, this is a sandwich. Yeah. Um, here's some ham water. Yeah. <laughs> Can you please tell us what it's made of? Just, yeah, send your latest Do you feel there's something in this? Yeah. Yeah. Is this real love? Is this valuable? Okay. <laughs> is this worth pursuing? <laughs> this is my audition tape. This is <laughs> <laughs> Validate me. My name is Jack Stack and this is my... <laughs> I'm five foot six and I live in Kentucky. Thank you. <laughs> you know all that about hats. <laughs> and this is me doing it no, in a uh, big hat. And I can say four words in Spanish from the war. <laughs> I have PTSD, I believe. <laughs> this is my audition. PTSD, I'm <laughs> What a great name for a diamond company. PTS Diamonds. That's so great. Oh my god. That's oh my a god. For for engagement rings where they broke it off. Yes. PTS Diamonds. PTS Diamonds. Yeah, you can get a steal. Like so someone excited. else's broken yeah. dreams. <laughs> oh, cast jewelry. You can see right. it as an um, SNL sketch of like Kate McKinnon. Welcome to PTS Diamonds. <laughs> Yes, please. Kate, if you're listening, come on the podcast and you can use that for free. This is how you get in touch with her, actually. Yeah, yeah. I always speak directly into my mic to people. Lord Michaels, if you're still alive from 1875, then, um, you know, we're interested. (laughs) All right, my next question is, what does Charles Lewis Tiffany do next? Oh, Oh, jeez. So he receives it. Mm -hmm. Okay, what the... Mm. Mm. Come on. Does he ever... Oh, wow. I'm sorry, I just was really sure one of you would say breakfast. (laughs) Oh, oh, no, didn't even go there. That was so cute. (laughs) Well, I'll say what about... um, uh, No, I don't know. Would he have any way... Would he have any way of knowing that they're different regionally... And would that be an issue? Would that prove that they had... That is an excellent question, and it will come up later. Yes. Oh, so maybe he goes, does he take the deal? Does he say, this is, these are great, well done, uh, hot man? <laughs> actually, kind of, yeah. <laughs> what he does is he actually highly overvalues them. Whoa! Um, he, so these... They, these <laughs> overvaluing <laughs> diamonds, it really is, it triggers me, I'm sorry. Okay. That's my type of man. <laughs> yes. She's amazing. <laughs> Is that because he gets a commission? Um, that cannot be how it works, or nobody has ever been honest about this ever. Yeah, Four million billion. I think he just makes a mistake. I think he possibly okay. gets overexcited. I'm not quite sure, but because these, as we know, they bought them for twenty thousand. He gets they his buried rocks off. some of them. So they have, this isn't even all of the twenty thousand. So they've been sent some of the twenty thousand worth. I um, mean, he s- says that they're worth 150000 <gasps> which is not what the con men paid for them. Um, I'm like, I sort of feel like there's some kind of, like, they just went into some shop on the Isle of Wight or something. <laughs> I sometimes feel like you could buy something from an like antique shop. shop on the yeah. Isle of Wight and find out it's like a million pounds yeah, yeah, because yeah, someone yeah. doesn't know. So yeah. I don't know if the mistake starts with the person in England. Like, yeah. Yeah, but that they not. had it too low. Yeah, that they bought it for twenty thousand, uh, yeah, and maybe yeah. it was worth one hundred and fifty. That's good. Yeah, that's. A, do you know? I hadn't even thought of that. That's a good point. Although um, this checks out with Tiffany's pricing scheme, yeah. I'd say <laughs> <laughs> it started started there. <laughs> 
he overvalues them and then he sets up a meeting at the Madison Avenue home of attorney Samuel Barlow to solicit additional investors and then there's a whole new bunch of people whose names you can laugh at if you like there's George <laughs> B. McClellan right. he's some kind of war hero politician in New Jersey well thank there's... god we didn't laugh at his name <laughs> war hero well, usually, usually you should start with war hero <laughs> war hero Jimmy McGee baby. <laughs> make sure to not laugh and <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Um, a, this guy's a war hero, but his a name hero? is Benjamin Franklin Butler. <laughs> so he's not the real Benjamin Franklin. He's just named after him. Okay. And there's someone called... I, was, was he Benjamin Franklin's butler? That would be a fun job. Uh, probably awful job. But he did have a butler, and then he would be Benjamin Franklin <laughs> Butler's butler. <laughs> Golly. It's very Handmaid's Tale, isn't it? <laughs> and someone called Horace Greeley, who may or may not be a war hero I didn't write it down now um, <laughs> well thank you for your service yeah. I've had a dire lifetime but also <laughs> yeah. the being a war hero at this point just means nicking Texas from Mexico it's not yeah, like yeah 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 I mean that they're still heroes I'm sure but anyway uh, now thank um, god they're all dead now because Katie is bringing these people down <laughs> just disrespected a lot of history so the Conmen now have an additional $100,000 uh, from the new investors. And then Philip Arnold takes this money. He goes back to London. He stocks up on hobnobs. And he gets another $8,000 worth of uncut gems. And he sends it back again Ooh. to keep their attention. And honestly, seriously, guys, just let your script speak for itself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're in the bag. Um, it doesn't matter who's attached. It totally does. Uh, now, <laughs> We've all absolutely loved PTS Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've all got auditions. <laughs> so now. Um, I don't know where where is the con coming in oh, don't oh well, I suppose it's, it's the fact they fucking buried those diamonds oh it's you'll hear the con oh, but also like, there's more coming this is like yeah. the 1850s you say so, uh, yes so like yeah. travelling between America and England must have taken it, so long yes it took at least six weeks yeah you're not just nipping over mm. they've yeah. earned those it's a long con. It's a long con. It's a yeah. long grift. I always admire the work. I'm like, you know what? They you really committed. You could have just had a job, but yeah. yeah. What do the investors eventually want to see? They've seen all these gems, but now what do they need to see? It's like Shark Tank. We have to. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do with it? So they've seen the gems. Yeah. What could be next if they want to acquire the land? What do they need? they're gonna have to inspect the land they yeah. haven't even done yes. that yet no wow so they need to inspect the land again that's how hard it is to travel they're like well i don't want to take a wagon yeah <laughs> i'll just that's send why, money yeah that's why i don't walk the 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> it always comes full circle mm, i don't want to go back to my car <laughs> mm. <laughs> Spoken like a true detective. (laughs) (laughs) So we've got a problem now because this site doesn't really exist. Mm -hmm. Uh, They need to fake it. So it's a hard to fake land. Yeah, <laughs> believe me, I've tried. <laughs> they have got land. Just gesture to the so left. Taking yeah, the, it's yeah. mine. That's it's just yeah, check. I, I mean, is anybody else on it? No, yeah, it's I mine. That prep. <laughs> <laughs> no further questions. That's mine. <laughs> it's a franchise. Just walking in like, all right, hello. <laughs> He's pretending he doesn't know me. It's a joke. We always do this. <laughs> We're so close. <laughs> Barry. Um, so, as you know, they've been burying diamonds. So they plant their diamonds on a remote location in northwest Colorado Territory. Oh, my God. And they lead the investors west from St. Louis in June 1872 by now. And they arrive at the town of Rawlins in the Wyoming Territory. And they continue on horseback. And they want to keep the exact location a secret. So they've kind of led the group in a confusing four-day journey through the countryside. Yeah, they just got oh. lost. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and that's right. the story they told. I know that's the sat nav. I that's the sat nav. That's, <laughs> that's the excuse I always used to use before I had a sat nav. I just like, don't want you to know the location of the yeah. Yeah. Pizza Every journey was it's four like days a, through the countryside. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, the fire festival. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It is like that. And it's just like that. It's just like Fire Festival. <laughs> I think you're a shitty cheese you, sandwich. You had it here first. <laughs> we did the best we could. <laughs> I had to blow Jack Slack. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so I got sent in to blow Jack Slack. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and no one had asked, but I went, I'll do it. Honestly, <laughs> 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 lads, you want me to suck someone up, I'll do it. You didn't ask, I, I, I'm still on it. <laughs> After the four days, they reached the spot where they'd planted the germs and they encouraged everyone to start digging. And what? this is the potato uncle. It's the yeah. same thing. Oh, it is. So they didn't realize that plants grow out of real diamonds. Mm. The <laughs> investors dug mm-hmm. and they found stones. Is that his name? <laughs> That's this investor guy Doug. They brought in potato. You would never trust Investor Doug. <laughs> No, really, I got money. I'm Investor Doug. Okay, Doug. Um, okay, so what do you think happens? Everyone starts digging. I um, mean, oh, they have planted these. Yeah. What, what, mm. I like to, yeah, I like to think that they've maybe got the wrong field, which would be quite funny. <laughs> because also, how do you, like, if you're traveling for four days to reach this one field and you haven't actually got a GPS, you've just got maybe sort of quite... You know, you can have maps and yeah. stuff, but yeah. like, I like to think they got the wrong field and everyone pulled out their money and then they never found the field of diamonds again. It's out there and we go <gasps> find it. Road trip, anyone? That's so good. Nice. <gasps> okay, love it. Any and then that? somebody found it and they found it Kentucky Fried Chicken with it. <laughs> and then. Oh my God, yeah. Kendall Sanders came out of nowhere. Yeah. With descendant of. <laughs> <laughs> General Dodge <laughs> General Dodge chicken. Um, no thanks. Yeah, I, I really like your yours, but I have to. I want. I wonder if they've seen a few of the diamonds and then we're like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, here we go. Does yeah. it go violent? Did they also plant landmines and they're like, well, that takes care of that. <laughs> yeah. We're in a remote field, start digging. <laughs> also, like I thought, diamonds you had to fucking mine for them. They do yeah. eventually. Yeah. Right, so it's just good because right now I'm seeing it like you know when you sort of plant a seed and you just put it the fingers length. Yeah, why are they believing how, that there's just bad, diamonds yeah. sitting in Colorado in, like, soil mud or something? Yeah. Yes, it's like are they that dumb? It's I I hear you, Colonel um, Dumb. I don't know. Okay, I will tell you. So they found stones in abundance for over an hour uh-huh. with their digging, and so the group gave Arnold and Slack $450,000 for they the remainder of their rights to any future claim on the property. Wow. So, cha-ching, back of the net, half a million dollars. Um, oh, my God. My, one of my final questions now is, how long did it take for the hoax to be discovered? And this isn't even their land, right? Like, this is just, like, public land. Uh, well, I don't do even you know. know. I'm actually not sure about that. It might be their land. Maybe. But then no one would know at the time, I imagine. Like, Yeah, like, it was very... The whole thing is super shady. I'll tell you about that in a second. How long did it take for the hoax to be discovered? Until today. <laughs> I discovered it all. Nice. We're finally here to put John Stark <laughs> to jail. I also feel like they mm. wouldn't have gone like that far onto the land. So all they really needed to do was like put some diamonds in the corner that they turn up. I imagine mm. it's the first time. So they bought everything, then they've put some on sale, and yeah. then some a, a very like smart lab man. Yeah. Uh, scientists would be the. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, was like, hold on, this isn't the right thing. I've overpaid for this, and then it will trickle down that way. Yes. You get a point. Yay. Um, <laughs> nice one, Blaze. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that like, science busts them. So basically, what happens is four months later. <laughs> Busted um, by so they, science. They were, <laughs> I would would watch that show. Yeah. Oh, I would. Buster Hi guys, welcome to my YouTube channel. Science. <laughs> <laughs> um, science strikes back. So they were digging in June. The hoax is discovered in October 1872. The United States Department of the Interior sent a survey team led by a geologist, Clarence King of Yale University. Clarence oh, King. Boy. Yeah. Oh my God, I love her. <laughs> to inspect Too late, the site. baby. <laughs> and he deduced that the, again, something that Taylor said earlier as well, he deduced that the various stones were formed under very different conditions and would never be found together in a single deposit. Yay, science. Um, oh, man. So, I mean, the lesson is don't buy gem sites unless a geologist has seen it. If I've said it once, I've said it a hundred times. Yeah. Uh, I have that but, hanging in my kitchen, actually. <laughs> 
that's a good that's a good saying live life people. laugh don't buy unless a geologist yes. has seen it okay um so he concludes it's a fraud and he goes to san francisco to inform ralston and the other investors that thus the great diamond hoax of 1872 was revealed there is actually oh, way more okay. to the story with the science stuff but i don't have like we could go i mean it's amazing like yeah. it's crazy um, what a hustle did like. they have to give the money back no so <gasps> basically what's interesting about this too i'll just quickly whiz through some of the science stuff because this is a crime story not that's a the only story. way i like my science but, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like a champion we're life. on earth yes, yes. wearing a mask or not <laughs> the science part yes. concentrate uh so he um the upshot was because right so speculation has been shady af right okay. yeah so everyone's like you know it's very open to abuse it's like well, it's like gambling basically and in fact that was one of the investors shady af yeah. <laughs> so the public aren't happy so when this all gets exposed the press and the public are delighted because they're like aha and so the government start trying to implement like rules and everyone's really happy about the rules because so king basically dines out on this for the rest of his life he's an instant celebrity oh wow Science guys are and that doesn't hot. happen to geologists a whole lot. I'm guessing. <laughs> I don't know. Happened since then, um, <laughs> and he. So, but um, Arnold did get a away with rock it. Rock star. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I got a much better reception than he got his rocks off. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Hannah George. Emmy winning. I could see yeah. your face going. Do I? <laughs> That is why we should do a video podcast because yeah, she did. Should I? Yeah, should I? Yeah, should I? Yeah. All the I've got one. I've got one. <laughs> All right. So Philip walked away. He left the hoax with more than half a million dollars. There is something he never admitted to planting the diamonds. There was some kind of out of court settlement eventually. Oh wow! But he did well. He bought a two brick story house in his in Kentucky. And someone makes him hats. And uh, he, but like he did really well. He then he flew too close to the sun. He tried to open a bank, and then somebody shot him, and then he died of pneumonia. Um, wow! I oh. Like, oh, what? Yeah. I just love it when Katie gets to the end of a case. I know, like, this there's, happens, this there's happens, no happens. time yeah, for all great. the juicy EastEnders ending. Died of pneumonia. It's like but the he... end of those like teenage high school films. A <laughs> 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 no, no, lot no, happened. No, no, no. <laughs> um, but, he, um, but he put all of the money and everything in his wife's name. Aww. Which I, I know at first I thought, yeah, what a feminist. But it's probably so the bank couldn't get it back off Yeah. Him. Um, no, he loves her. And then the other guy, you know, it is love, it's love. Her? It's love and trust. And He's a war hero. Became an undertaker and <laughs> died on his own age 76 oh gosh did he bury himself age, 76 <laughs> in, in, in that, yeah, yeah in the same, because arnold died at age 49 but anyway the same that, year of the gold rush eerie, eerie. Mm. that is the story of the great diamond hoax of that is amazing yeah, cheers and history teacher never taught us that or i would have paid attention <laughs> just saying america mm-hmm. if you're listening that would make a great film Oh. Jack Slack. Yeah, Jack, Jack Slack in the band of Diamonds. Jack Black as Jack Slack. <laughs> I got a great listener crime from This Mario. is not a real diamond. Okay. okay. This is from Julie. Hi, Julie. Hi, Julie. And she says, greetings, drunk women. I have a peach of a crime. I need your help solving. Aww. And she's, she's being very funny there because it's about a peach. Yes, drink. love peaches. Aww. Okay, so she says. Come on, Julie. In a, oh, yeah. <laughs> in my garden, I have an Alberta peach tree that produces luscious fruit, but far too much. Last year, half of the tree broke off because it was too heavy with fruit. Oh. This year, despite pruning, half of what was left broke off. I propped and babied the remaining quarter of the tree checking on it daily and waiting for the fruit to ripen I picked the first ones to ripen enjoying the baseball sized peaches dripping with juice I was excited that the bulk of the fruit would be ripe I mean I'm turned on I don't know about anything else I feel like Roald Dahl wrote this This is the first chapter of James and the Jack. We should be uh, being sponsored by peaches. I am. I mean, I would love a peach after hearing that. Gosh, delicious. So imagine my surprise and despair when I went out in the morning and found that every one of the remaining peaches had been picked. (gasps) I know, that is a good, correct gasp. The tree was utterly bare of fruit, but there was no sign of animals, no broken branches, no partially eaten fruit on the ground. Somebody stole dozens of peaches from a tree that sits some 50 yards down a dead-end driveway and is not visible from the street. Oh, there's not even, like, neighbours. and sneaky. No, but there is a list of suspects. Oh, nice. Oh, yes. Peachy Peterson. So she says, (laughs) was it, number one, the single young nurse who is renting an apartment from me for a few months. Doesn't she? (laughs) Doesn't 
she's she's single. And she can't even get a man. Nurse. Oh, she can get peaches oh. though, can't she? It's her. She's helping people um, for a few months while he, he works. Oh, it's a he. Oh, oh, oh I'm wrong. Wow, well, well, this well, is one well, of those well, crazy riddles that you can't solve. Well, now I'm turned on. <laughs> <laughs> well, the question is: Is he still single? <laughs> Yeah, he's a man with peaches. <laughs> now it's hot. I uh, don't think so. Immediately off the hook. No, it doesn't. He sounds great. He's a male like a great nurse. guy. Yeah. Uh, so single young Tell nurse. Tell me more about him. Yeah. <laughs> he's what kind of room is eyes? A nurse is too tired to pick he peaches. Works at the local hospital, I asked him if he knew what had happened, and he seemed genuinely surprised. But I don't know him well enough to gauge if he was being straight with me. Um, suspect number two, my next door neighbour or his high school age son who can see the tree if they look over the fence. He does have a certain sense of entitlement, but I've not seen him around lately. Mm. Number three, my r- some rando off the street who's been watching my house, waiting for the fruit to ripen and came down the driveway armed with a large basket. The last option really creeps me out, I have to say. Help me, drunk women. There'll be no peach brandy for me this year, and that's really a crime. What was the last option again? Uh, some random person that mm. knew there were peaches and staked out the house for peaches. Mm. It sounds like being like in a gritty version of um, Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, what are you going to say that like, could make this gritty? Yeah, this is gritty. Yeah. <laughs> like, How is this a gritty version of anything? <laughs> Somebody stole those peaches. <laughs> Don't think it's the nurse because they would have had access to as many peaches as they wanted oh, with yeah. this they overgrowing tree. All of them. No. They would have just maybe had one. I think it's a fox. Oh. There was no evidence. Of it. Unless it's fantastic, Mr. Fox, with a master plan. Yeah. Animals would, would leave be, a mess. There yeah. would be like the chewed up fruit. They're not going to take it away. So yeah. if there was no evidence of that, I think it's the teenager. It's the horny yeah. teenager that saw the drippy, drippy fruit. <laughs> and wanted to recreate American Pie. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, wow, Julie, I'm sorry. We, we've, we're, we've, like, we're just saying that your next door neighbor's teenager fucked your fruit tree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've oh, cured you of any I, craving. I've got one <laughs> final option. Option. Okay. It's like the Murder on the Orient Express version. They all did it. What if the nurse took some, Ooh. the teenager took some, between them they were like, we're only taking a few peaches, but oh. add it up. It and was then maybe like, a fox? And then maybe a fox took a few as well. Hey guys, what I hear, please don't look into my bag, there's no peaches in there. <laughs> Just make sure like there's nothing. Like, what me? <laughs> it's just, I find it weird to steal peaches, right? Yeah. It's a weird, like... It's yeah. It's like why? Just still, it's biblical. It's it's <laughs> all of them is yeah. bold. But I will say we have several neighbors down. They've got a Bramley apple tree, oh, and yeah. those Ooh. things sell for like fifty oh. p a pop. <laughs> okay. So I look at them sometimes. Like how? And I know nobody's picking them, and even I'm like. I don't even know where I'd sell them. Like, I haven't thought that far ahead, but I'm like... Just send them to a... Farmer's market The guy in New York. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mr. Tiffany. Tiffany. I love the uh, Rather than just going like, oh, I could make a crumble. Like, yeah. you know, I'd probably turn this into a business. So yeah. I'll uh, yeah. steal all of them. Oh, could yeah. Have a I want to monetize it. the last time you had a crumble? Ooh, a month ago, I'd say. Yeah. I literally have apple crumble in my fridge right now. <laughs> But where did you get those apples? I bought them myself. Um, but they I were Fuji's. I think it was the teenager, yeah. It must be the teenager. Like, yeah. It's just okay, so we're winning it on the teenager. Go on. Well, but teenager. when you think about, like, what are the things that teenagers really lust after? It's not necessarily beaches. When if I you have, like, a, a sort of a cocaine tree but or a... No, but you do stupid so, shit. Yeah, and it's so Especially in the country. When you feel powerless, you're like, ah, fuck you, I stole a peach, though. I stole an entire like, tin of black olives, like a giant tin of black <laughs> olives, and I had nothing, no use for them. I had no fridge. Peaches, but just to do like, it. All day they're on their yeah. phones looking at peach content. <laughs> Yeah, just scrolling. There's no way it's not a king. They're, they're mad for it. They're yeah, insane. I mean, I, I don't want to get cocky, but I think we solved it. It's an ass in real life. It's an ass tree. <laughs> I'm telling you, horny teenager. <laughs> <laughs> an ass tree. <laughs> Julia, I hope that's helped. Did you yeah. say ash tree? No, an <laughs> ass tree. Yeah. Wow. It's a we have solved. Another case. Thank you, Julia. I'm sure that was super helpful and you're really delighted how we handled that. Um, we have just enough time to ask Celia, what are you up to? Where can we find you? Um, I am going to the Edinburgh Fringe. Ooh, Bravely nice. the first person to do so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
pioneer. I know. No one, no one's ever thought I'm giving it a go. Um, I'm doing my debut hour at 7.30 at Diatic. Um, oh, the nice. whole month of August. Great, what's Very it called? Nice. It is called Swimming. Swimming? Swimming. Okay. And I am also... Uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Um, Instagram if you want to see my face, Twitter if you want to hear my jokes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, and I Don't get them confused. There's a ratio to find out if you're hot or funny. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's about knowing oh my God. Like, how much hotter. Like, I'm twice as funny as I am hot is what I've learned from my followers. <laughs> Interesting to know the ratio. The stats, yeah. Yeah, it's oh, amazing. Yeah. We have almost exactly the same on both. So oh, fantastic! I don't know whether we're, we're either both funny and hot, or not funny and not hot. So it's, uh, it's I exciting. think you smashed it. <laughs> Absolutely smashed it. So it's A B Celia on both. And then your Facebook followers tells you how old you are. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many people that follow my page on Facebook but don't like it. And it's like, what do you want? <laughs> yeah. It's weird, isn't it? What are you waiting for? Like, what do you want? It's that's a separate option as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll follow, but I hate it. <laughs> I know, that's Facebook trying to be all like, you can fo- follow, hit follow. <laughs> um, wow. Thank you very much for joining us, Celia. Thank you. Thank you. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman. Music by The Lion and the Wolf. If you would like to, you can follow us on Drunk Women Pod on Twitter. On Facebook and Insta, we are Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And also, if you have a crime that you would like us to solve, write it on a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you to ACAS and thank you for listening. Bye! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.